In the next few days, most South Africans will be celebrating Mandela Day. That means most South Africans will be thinking about helping others and making time to volunteer and help where the need is great. How will this be possible during a pandemic? The next few minutes, I'll be chatting to Joanne van der Waal to find out how Sage Foundation will be able to help people during this time. Welcome, Joanne. We're truly really excited that we can have this session at this point in time. Uh, in South Africa, it's a special month. Um, Mandela Day is, is upon us, and during this time, a lot of South Africans think about how they can, you know, uh, help out and, and, and spend time, uh, you know, doing something for others in the spirit of, of, of Mandela. And I believe that Sage Foundation also has uh, is, is, is got something planned or is thinking about things. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hear your thoughts around how this can be approached, especially now during COVID-19 period, uh, because it, somehow we have to be more careful. We, we have the Delta variant uh, really hitting us hard, uh, yet uh, people are thinking of uh, creative ways of doing these things. Do you wanna maybe tell us how do you foresee approaching this uh, during this month? Uh, so, um, Wesley, you know, I think that Mandela Day is a f fantastic initiative. I, I think South Africa is one of the few countries in the world where we have a day that really encourages everyone to get out there, cor corporates, individuals, roll up their sleeves and, and contribute towards, towards alleviating poverty and uplifting our local communities. But this year, and of course last year as well, things were really turned on their head. Um, you know, people are staying at home. It's not practical to put 80 or 50 people on a bus and send them off to a community center. Um, and so a lot of organizations have had to be quite creative in the way that they approach volunteering. So um, one of the things that SAGE has done is at the start of this pandemic, we had to pivot our entire volunteer strategy. So we used to um, be very community outreach focused and colleagues loved that because it was a great way to bring teams together um, instead yeah. of doing the boring old uh, team buildings in a in a boardroom in some hotel. Um, we started using volunteering as a team building exercise for our colleagues. So they would go out, it would, you know, the natural leaders would emerge, they would take control of the situation, make sure that there were outcomes for the day of that volunteering and, and so on. So there were lots of benefits um, to sending people out. But what we've done now is it's kind of forced us into the direction of being a bit more skills-based in the way that we present our volunteering. So colleagues are doing things like um, innovation jams and hackathons and um, mentoring and literacy, literacy skills with young kids. So that, that all that kind of thing can happen at home, at their desk, you know, behind their computer. Um, and the benefits of that is that because it's now all online and remote, um, it's really brought colleagues together from all over the world, and it's reinforced that Sage is a is a global organisation. All of a sudden, you're volunteering with someone that is in your team, but they're based in Spain or Germany or the UK. Um, yeah. So it has it has had tremendous benefits. But absolutely, it's it's got everyone scratching their heads on how we give back meaningfully while everyone's at home. Yeah, interesting uh, that uh, it, it it forces us, as you say, to 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 think beyond the normal and, and really figure out 
other ways of reaching out to people. And I'm sure all those um, methods will definitely work uh, and probably not as uh, in the same way that we would have wanted to, or, but, but, but still reaching out to people. Now, if you mm. wanted to, to, to kickstart a volunteer program during this period, where would you suggest one start? I mean, the Thin Sage Foundation and, 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 and perhaps your, your suggestion for others as well. So Sage Foundation um, has been around as the philanthropic arm of Sage for about six years now, just over um, almost six years. And the way that we started was we we approached a number of organizations that we wanted to partner with, so nonprofit organizations that aligned well with our our themes and and our business. Um, Sage is a, a SaaS company, so it's all about technology and um, a software as a service um, offerings that are based in the cloud, etc. So it worked for us that we would do things like um, innovation jams and <clears throat> workshops where we teach kids robotics, etc. So that kind of volunteering was what we went after. Once we identified what the nonprofit partner wanted, or the charity wanted, um, we would then arrange a time and a date and kind of an activity that would really work for the, the charity partner. And we would um, present it to employees. We use a platform called Sage Foundation Central. It's actually Benevity, which is one of the bigger um, global um, platforms where organizations can set up volunteer activities and allow colleagues to go and select what they want. Um, and then we slowly gain traction. You know, I mean, I think our, our best month um, in terms of volunteering was about just over 30,000 days globally that we gave back to communities all over the world. Um, and that time um, over the last five years has equated to over 14 million pounds in colleague time that we've given back <clears throat> to local communities. But I think it's really important that if any organization wants to kickstart a volunteer program, that they definitely check in with the charity first. Um, yes. A couple of years ago, we we did a little poll to charity partners just before um, Mandela Day, and we asked them, you know, what do they look forward to? What do they love about Mandela Day? And I was startled that a lot of the charities um, in those days kind of dreaded Mandela Day because big corporates mm. would lock up with a bus full of people, um, offload them and a couple of tins of paint and say, go for it. And it's not even really what the charities needed or wanted. So, you know, organizations mustn't assume that if they go and paint a fence and dig a hole that they've ticked all the boxes. Speak to the charity partners, make sure that what you're doing is meaningful and it's gonna have a long-term impact um, for that charity organization. Yeah, that's such an important point. I mean, I know cases where people have uh, had uh, equipment delivered and they, now they had, had to sit with the problem of thinking what to do with it in terms of capacity for storage and, and things like those. So that's a, a very important point that you raised. Yeah. Yeah, so you've touched on this point about the, the, the effect on employees and how it affects uh, stuff within an organization that they can partake in volunteer work. Uh, do, do you want to maybe just uh, take us through the the the, the you know the benefits uh, for, for 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 the for the employees for participating yeah. in a program like this? Yeah, absolutely. So I you know I referenced that. Um, 
a little bit earlier we spoke about you know what what volunteering means to to employees so we, we're quite fortunate that we've really bedded down the culture of volunteerism at at sage so we we like to call it action philanthropy um it's one of our strongest points when it comes to giving back is that we use our colleagues as foot soldiers into the community to uplift them and improve the lives of, of underserved um, communities. The nice thing about volunteering is it really, you, you must know, and I'm, it gives you a great sense of, of achievement and it gives you that helper's heart. So once you've done something good for someone else, you've done something good and the, and the person or the beneficiary is usually appreciative and they're, and they're grateful and they, they love what you've done and they love the fact that you're interested in their community. But it also leaves the volunteer with a fantastic sense of um, achievement and, and well-being. Um, mm. There was a survey that was done by Syracuse University quite a few years ago that um, touched on mental well-being and physical well-being and that euphoric feeling once you've given back. And they reckon yes. that um, people that volunteer are 42% happier than those that don't. Um, so they did quite a bit of research around um, volunteers, people who give back, and the you know the, the indicators around their level of happiness. So they definitely are huge benefits for both the beneficiary and 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 also for the volunteer. Um, you know, at, at Sage we have a very high participation rate in our volunteer programs. Um, it's around um, 80, 84% of colleagues that actually sign up to participate, um, and the industry average is around 22%. So it's a great um, retention strategy. A lot of colleagues say that they, that if an organization has a volunteer program in place, it makes them inclined to want to stick around. They want to work for organizations and companies that are purpose-led and that do good things in the community. Yeah, most definitely. Definitely. So I'm assuming that in order to then get those results, uh, to some extent, one has to measure the, 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 this level of contribution. How important do you think it is then to measure these efforts uh, within the organization? Absolutely. I mean, I, you have to. You have to measure. You have to, first of all, measure kind of the participation rate. So Whatever, whatever charities you work with that align with the business's strategic objectives, um, are, you, are you delivering on the days? So we have targets in place for volunteer days. Um, we we de deliver an impact report each year, which talks about how much um, software we've given away or discounted um, to charity partners, how many volunteer days we've done, um, how many grants we've we've given um, away to to charity organizations all of that is measured in a in an impact report but um what's what's even more important is measuring impact for the charity partner so going in and like i said earlier dropping off a busload of people um and doing a one-hit wonder is not sustainable impact and it doesn't leave a lasting legacy so it's good to identify charity partners that you're going to have a relationship with for a long time um, you know, um, Sage Foundation, when we started in, in um, South Africa six years ago, my very first charity partner was Little Rose that's based in Town in Soweto. And we still have a relationship with Little Rose to this day. Um, and we've watched that that center uh, grow. It's a, it's a beautiful success story. It, um, Omar, who runs the, the organization, um, she started with a double-decker little red bus and yeah. she had about 28 kids or so that used to come and get dropped off every day before their parents would go off to work um, early and then come back late in the evening. And um, 
we got involved and we, we put in a, a, a library and um, then other funders um, got involved and they put in other things. And today, Little Rose is like a multi-story container complex with a youth center, a computer lab, an industrial kitchen, a big library, classrooms, a sewing center for the for the um, woman. But there, it, it's really, it's literally become like a little community center within Cliptown. Um, and I was there about two weeks ago to go and say hello to her and, and, and see how they were doing. And um, they were telling me that some of the, the grannies that are left with the children um, yeah. had issues with uh, literacy. And so the library, which, which initially started out um, being intended for the kids, is now very yeah. utilized by the Gorgos in the community that are all coming to learn yeah. how to read. So that they can that they can do yeah. homework with the grandkids. Um, so that's that's impact. That's a lot long-standing yeah. relationship that we've had with that charity partner. And today they look after about 140 kids. They have a feeding scheme. Um, it's wonderful. I absolutely love that as a as a case study. But yeah. that kind of demonstrates um, impact measurement and and how you can really affect change. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think. Um, uh, you know, as we enter this digitally, you know, driven world, I'm sure the measurements will be different now going forward. So I'm looking forward to to to, to see how the contribution and volunteering in, throughout this month will, will look like, and uh, hopefully we can catch up again uh, and, and see how it went, and, and hopefully there will be some form of benefits that people will get out of this without a doubt. I'm sure I, I see a lot of people, you know, especially around education, you know, struggling to, to, to help young people to, to, to access, you know, education, even when they can't be at school. So we, we look mm. forward to the contribution at this stage. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you know, we're all finding our way, hey, um, Wesley. <laughs> it's uncharted territory, but uh, yeah, there, there will be ways to 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 measure um, impact at home in terms of number of hours um, yeah. spent. So the interesting thing is, obviously, most people, when it comes to volunteering, we don't have the, the number of days that we used to. So we don't we're not achieving those very high numbers. Um, but what we what we are doing is we're getting more people at at Sage, more volunteers signing up. So and it's more skills based and it's and it's higher impact. So instead of going out for a whole day to into a community, they're spending three hours or four hours with a young person reading to them or doing their homework with them. Um, but yeah, well, we, we definitely, we, we track everything. We get all that time um, logged by colleagues. So our financial year end is at the end of September and that's when the that's when the fund starts pulling all these stats together to to measure impact. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's challenging times. I can't wait to get back out there again. I think everyone feels <laughs> the same way. <laughs> No, we will get there. We will get there. It's time. We will get there. Yeah. No. Uh, Joanne, thank you very much for your time. I truly appreciate your, your, your insight in this. And I'm sure many other organizations will learn a lot from what you're doing and also uh, be inspired to do the same. Thank you. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed that conversation with Joanne van der Waal. For more, please visit www.iol.co.za.